Hello. Thanks for listening. It's the Jackie Green Show. My name is Jackie Green. It's pretty obvious. I am a radio host here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you ever listen to 105.3 Hot FM, you hear me there. I'm on 3 to 7, Monday through Sunday. Seven days a week, I do my thing. It's a music show, so we're mostly music. I get to talk. Uh, You know, I keep you up to date on Hollywood news. We do a lot of fun things like that. Giveaways, prizes, everything going on here in Grand Rapids. But I don't get that, um, that opportunity to really chat for long periods of time. And it's something I was craving. So I started this podcast, The Jackie Green Show. You never know what you're going to get from me. I don't always have a topic. Like, I'm not like, oh, this podcast is about Because I don't know what it's about yet. Maybe I'll get to a point where we have a specific thing we're about. But right now, we're just doing our thing. We're just talking. And uh, that's what I like to do. So I love your advice. If you have topic ideas, email me, JackieOnAir at Live.com. I would love to get your advice. I really would. And we're on anchor.fm. If you're new to anchor.fm, we do a cool thing where you can like leave me voice messages and I can play them. So you can leave me voice messages on here. I'm not sure how to do it. I've never done it. So I'm a newbie to all this. But if you want to try it, I would love that. So go to the anchor.fm. Try to leave me a voice message. We'll play some messages. I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be fun. So we'll give that a whirl um, if you want to. I'm also on Apple iTunes. You might be listening that way. Rate the show. All right. So moving on to today's topic. If you're in Facebook land, which we all are on Facebook land, um, then you know that the big thing right now is your 10 favorite albums of all time that you could never live without. And what people are doing is they're posting an album like day one with an album for 10 days leading up to their most favorite album. So... I thought, why not do a podcast where I go over my 10 favorite albums? And I'll explain why and what it is about these albums that I love. And I want to know, are any of these albums on your 10? I've got some really weird things on mine, like real weird. And I even have a bonus album, so 11. But mine are kind of weird. And the style of music is going to be strange. But let's just put it out there, okay? Here we go, my 10 must-have albums of all time. And they're really not in any particular order. So don't, these are no particular order. Number 10, Matchbox 20, Mad Season. I love that album. Do you remember, did you listen to that album? Mad Season, doo-doo, Oh my God. I got that album in ninth grade. And I don't know why, it was one of those first albums that really registered with me where I just loved it. I loved it. Every single song on that thing I could listen to over and over and over again. I have the CD, I played it in my room, I played it in like a CD player, like one of those little handheld ones, they probably don't even sell them anymore. I was obsessed. And I'll never forget it because my first ever high school boyfriend, his name was Tyler, um, he broke up with me. No idea why. I, I don't think we had a reason back then. We, I think... I mean, we had, like, kissed once. It was, like, one of those, like, four months of just, hi, in the hallway. But, like, I liked him, whatever. He broke up with me, and his dad made him come to my house to do it. So he literally walked up to my door, knocked on the door, and I said, hi. And then he broke up with me to my face and then said, well, I got to go because his dad was waiting in the driveway. Yes, which I get it. His dad found out, hey, it seems like you don't want to date Jackie anymore. Now you need to be a man and, you know, tell her to her face. Looking back, that was cool. Way to go to his dad for being like, hey, you know, that's not how we play things. We're not jerks. But 
I was like 15 and I remember I was like so embarrassed. Like you're at my home. My mom and dad are in the other room and you're breaking up with me. Couldn't you have just called me? <laughs> like seriously, I would have rather you call me. But um, anyway, I went back in my room and I listened to Matchbox 20 Mad Season on repeat while I stared at the ceiling and I don't think I cried. I don't think I was that upset. I was just like, oh, dramatic. I was drama queen. But anyway, I still love that album and I listen to it pretty regularly. Number nine. Blink-182's Enema of the State. So that came out when I was like in 6th, 7th grade. And it was just when you start to kind of rebel, right? Like you start, I, I never, rebel is like a loose term because I never was, a, I never got in trouble. Like realistically, I didn't get in trouble. I never tried alcohol, not till college. I never did, I never had the desire to smoke a cigarette. I didn't do anything like that. But I did go out with girlfriends and go bowling and do like stupid stuff like that. Well, nothing, but we never did anything naughty. We just like to goof off and giggle and talk. Well, me and like two other girlfriends got really into Blink-182. We thought we were like punk and I loved them. I had posters of Blink-182 all over my wall. I have, I ha I loved them. So that album, I could sing every single song from that album forwards and backwards I was obsessed with them. And I think it was part of me was because they were like naughty. You know, they, they had like adult songs and I was like in sixth or seventh grade and I felt really cool that I had those, like I could hear those songs because my mom and dad are, they don't care. And my dad is a music guy. So he wanted me to listen to music and he just didn't care. Like they, just, they didn't think that I heard a bad song. I would go off and do something stupid. So they kind of let me and I thought I was really cool because of it. So that's why uh, Blink-182 Animal of the State. And I still like Blink-182. I saw when they came to town, what was it, a year or two ago? They came to Van Andel Arena here in Grand Rapids. And my husband and I and some friends went, had a blast. I mean, it wasn't the same because it's not the same three guys. Um, but it's still fun. It was still a good show. Okay. Number eight. Simple plan. No pads, no helmets, just balls. I love simple plan. I do. And I still love them. So they still come out with music and I listen to them still. They played at the intersection this year and I was like obsessed. I went with Jim and uh, we with and with a guy who used to work here at the radio station with me. And we were like so ready. We bought merch from the merch table. Like we were like geeking out. We love Simple Plan. I knew all the songs they played. I sang them from the top of my lungs. I lost my voice. So by Monday, it barely was back, and I had to go on the radio, and I could barely talk. And everyone's like, what happened? And I'm like, I was at a Simple Plan show, <laughs> right? So I love Simple Plan. And when I first got wind of Simple Plan, it was my sister's high school boyfriend. Brandon was his name. And Brandon used to love making mix CDs. He lived down the street from us, and he would make us mix CDs. So... um. He made my sister like a hundred mix CDs. And one day I go, make me a mix CD. And he goes, all right, I'm going to make Jackie a mix CD. So he went home and he made me one of his mix CDs. And he was super into like pop punk stuff, which so was I. And so was Danny, my sister. And he made me one that had a bunch of Simple Plan on there. It had Rufio. It had all these like early 2000 bands. I don't know if you'll know them or not, but they were great. And I hadn't heard much about Simple Plan. It had Bowling for Soup on there. Love them too. And I became obsessed with them. I went on Napster. I did. Because <laughs> that was what you did. I would go to the little record store in our mall and I bought their CDs. I was so into them. Number seven. Now this one is going to throw you for a curve. You think you know my musical tastes and now you're going to go, what the fuck? I think I'll have to beep that. What the F? Uh, 38 Special. The very best of 38 special. I love 
38 special. Caught up in you. Hold on loosely. Rocking into the night. Rocking into the night. Rocking into the night. Oh, my God. I love them. So I was introduced to 38 special in college by a guy who ran cross country with me. Um, he was such a good person. Hilarious. Good runner. Cares about people. Whatever. But he, he was a little, I don't want to say redneck by any means, but... He's into the Southern stuff. He's from a small town. And he loved 38 Special. He loved Leonard Skinner. It was his favorite band of all time. So he kind of introduced me to 38 Special. And I started listening to them. And I just loved 38 Special. I went through two summers where I listened to the very best of 38 Special on repeat in my car, in my little car CD player. That's all I listened to. And everyone's like, what is happening? Why are you listening to this? I don't know why. I just love them, and I still do. I do um, Caught Up in You and Hold On Loosely at karaoke all the time. It's my favorite. So, yeah. Number seven is 38 Special. Uh, number six, Fall Out Boy from Under the Cork Tree. Everyone loves Fall Out Boy, but not everyone loves them like Jackie Green does. So, um, I got Under the Cork Tree the summer going into my sophomore year of college. My uh, girlfriend, Emily, will vouch. We both became obsessed with that album. We became obsessed with Sugar, We're Going Down. We would drive in my car. And if you're from the Kalamazoo area, you'll recognize this little loop I'm about to tell you. We would get on West Nedge, and we would drive down West Nedge all the way down West Nedge until it curves around and you basically come back up. It's like a big, we called it The Loop. So she'd get in my car and be like, what do you want to do? And be like, The Loop. And we would listen to um, Fall Out Boy on repeat. And I just, I loved them. I've seen them live like five times. I'm going to see them this fall. They're coming here to Van Andel again. I will be there. I am so pumped about it. So um, that's one of my other ones. Um, I don't know why that made such an impact on me either. I guess I just felt really like connected to their music. And that sounds so corny. But when I was like 22, I just really really loved them and I loved screaming their songs so loud <laughs> uh, number five another one that's about to throw you for a loop Queen Greatest Hits Volume 1 because you know there's Volume 1 and Volume 2 I had both Queen Greatest Hits Volume 1 my dad had it at the house now my dad was quite the CD dude he had every CD you could think of he was a member of the CD clubs where they send you the CDs or whatever. He loves music. So um, me and my sister used to listen to Queen, Greatest Hits, Volume 1, when we were kids. And we loved it. We could sing every word of Loverboy, good old-fashioned Loverboy. Oh, my God. I loved that song. We could Bohemian Rhapsody. We would put that on so loud, and we'd make dances to it. And we just loved it. We are the champions. All... <laughs> I could list off so many Queen songs. I won't keep going. But we loved Queen, and the two of us would hang out and jam out to Queen all the time. And to this day, sometimes if I'm on a long road trip, I'd be like, let's pull up some Queen. I'm going to get into me- get some Freddie Mercury up in this bitch. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Number four, Shine Down, The Sound of Madness. That song. Here's the thing. So um, nowadays, if you're into a certain genre of music, you can look them up on Spotify. You can look them up online. You can find all their albums. But um, back in like 2004, 2000, before that, you couldn't really do that because we didn't have the same internet capability. So you remember, you'd have to go to the record store and flip through. So if you had a certain band that wasn't getting rec- you know, airtime, which a lot of... Um, rock bands and pop punk bands and the kind of music I liked, they don't get on the radio much. Now, Shinedown does 
on rock stations, but modern rock stations, like alt rock. And we didn't have anything like that where I lived up in Big Rapids in college. So I didn't hear a lot of these bands that I grew to love. And um, how I heard Shinedown was how basically everyone heard them. They made it big. They came out with their song Second Chance and it made it into top 40. So when it hit top 40, it was all over the charts. And so I got to hear it on our top 40 station. I loved that song. Oh my God, I loved it. So then I started Googling and like going on the internet and I found more. And that's, so you know, the sound, of, I owned the album, The Sound of Madness, and I loved it. I loved it. I went and saw them play at Algon County Fair. That was the first time I saw them. And it was years after I kind of fell in love with Shinedown. And seeing them live made my heart melt. My I was in a puddle. I was so excited because they're just so fantastic. I mean, one of the best shows I've seen. I love Shinedown. So uh, Algon County Fair. I'm going to take you back. It must have been 2012. Yeah, fall 2012, I'm going to guess. I I got real drunk, real drunk. And they had like a beer tent. And it was, this is the craziest lineup. Papa Roach, All Time Low, and In This Moment. Whew, that's a lineup. I love all three of those bands. So uh, by the time Shinedown comes out, I'm feeling good. I'm blitzed. And I go out into the crowd and I'm like, I'm going to crowd surf. I kept getting up and I'd crowd surf for like, I don't know, like a second, 10 seconds. And then it wouldn't keep going and drop down. And I'm down there amongst these really tall guys. I'm going, put me back up, put me back up. And then they'd put me back up and it. That went on that cycle for like an hour. But either way, Shine Down Live, amazing. We've not seen them, and they're one of my all-time favorites. Okay. Number three, All Time Low, So Wrong It's Right. That album. I met my husband in 2007. This is when I met him. And he was working at Bennigan's with me, and he was in a like a pop-punk band. He had long hair. He, he wore like super tight skinny jeans. But he was the guy, and he still is, that's nice to everyone. He loves everyone. He wants everyone to be his friend and he's going to go out of his way to be your friend. That's how Jimmy is. So he loved this kind of music and I was into it too, but I had never heard of All Time Low because they were kind of like at the time, you only heard them if you went to like concert festivals, you knew to find them. And it's not like the internet now where I'm getting music suggestions on my Pandora. We didn't really have that. I mean, that was still up and coming. So Jim got me into All Time Low, and we were just friends at the time. And as our friendship progressed, about two years later, we found ourselves both single. He knew I had really gotten this thing with All Time Low, and I like loved all their songs. So he surprised me with tickets to go see them at Six Flags in Gurney, Illinois. Gurney is in the middle of effing nowhere. So far from Big Rapids, we had to drive all day. We barely made it in time to see the band because it took us so long to get there. And the way Jim gave me the tickets, we were driving in his old piece of shit car. This thing was such a hoopty. And we're driving to Grand Rapids to go to the mall. If you live in the Big Rapids area, you know that that's like an hour drive. So, and we don't have a mall in Big Rapids, so that's like a big thing. So we're going to the mall. And we're just like, let's just go to the mall. So we're driving to the mall and Jim says, hey, Look under my seat. I need this, uh, what did he say? I need a napkin. I've got napkins under my seat, which is kind of gross. I don't know why he, that was his go-to, but I go, all right. So I go under his seat and I find these two pieces of paper. I go, all you have is paper. And he goes, pick them up. So I pick up the papers and it's two tickets to go see All Time Low at um, Six Flags. And I'm like, oh my God. So that was our first time hanging out together. We listened to All Time Low on his little CD player in that piece of crap car 
all the way to Gurney. Then we saw all time low. We bought t-shirts. Oh, it was a great experience. Then we drove all the way back. We stopped at a 24-hour diner and ate and drove all the way back in one day. It was like five hours of driving, see the band for an hour, five hours of driving. But I still love All Time Low, and I finally met them. We had them here for a concert at Grand Valley State, and I got to meet them, and I was, like, sweating really bad. Um, Number two, Mayday Parade, A Lesson in Romantics. Mayday Parade. I can't say enough things about how much I love Mayday Parade. Um, They used to be, like, a duo, like, two singers, and then they kind of split off. So when they were two singers, I was obsessed with them. And that album, A Lesson in Romantics, had both of them on there. So I liked them a lot. And this is when I really started getting into music. I was working at a rock station. And I was like, head over heels for Mayday Parade. But that was a little, that was like a pop, pop rock. Like it was a rock, but they're not like the kind of rock you're going to play on an active rock station. So we couldn't really like, play them and I couldn't really bring them in but they were coming to town and they really don't fit the demo for any other radio station in town at the time so I asked my boss I'm like can I interview them for our website if if I can get a hold of like their manager and he goes yeah why not go ahead you like them so I somehow I don't know how I did it I got a hold of the venue got a hold of their manager got a hold of them and I got to interview them and to interview them I had to bring them to the radio station so this is crazy I picked them up in our GR. Uh, in our uh, station vehicle, or I worked for GRD, our station vehicle, I drove down and got them. I get them, and then I'm driving the whole band in my car, in the station car, back to the radio station, did the interview, and they played three acoustic songs for me in this interview. And at the time, like, no one knew who they were, and it was like, no one cared but me. And I'm, like, crying, because I love them. Then we get back, and I drive them all the way back to the orbit room where they were performing, and it was, like, the greatest day of my life. Right? Like, I'm freaking out. So that album will always be a big one. Um, Number one, Mariana's Trench, Ever After. This band is from Canada. I feel like no one knows who they are, but I fell in love with them. They used to have one song that hit the radio, and that's where I first heard them. Cross My Heart and Hope to Die. That was the first song I heard from them. And then I looked them up, and I just became obsessed. And then my husband became obsessed. So for Valentine's Day one year, he bought me tickets to go see him in Detroit. It was like the greatest concert of my life. Came back. The next year they came to Grand Rapids, I got to see him again. And we did a meet and greet, and I'm like obsessed with these guys. So now I have every album on my playlist, but Ever After will forever be my favorite. My favorite. Like, I love them. Love them. So that is my 10 favorite albums of all time. And I have to give honorable mention to one really random one. You're going to die. And if my Aunt Rita is listening, you're going to, you're the reason I like this. When I was a little kid, I liked music. And my Aunt, I think it was my Aunt, I think it was Aunt Rita. Maybe it was my Annie Lane, but I think it was Rita. Got me Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the anthology on cassette tape. I played that cassette tape forward and backwards so much that it broke. Like the tape broke and I couldn't listen to it anymore. I still, to this day, can sing in my register, which is really low, all the Frankie Valley songs forward and backwards. I love them. I do. Big Man in Town? That's a great song. So, yeah. Those are my favorite albums. What are yours? Uh, find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash onairjackie. I want to know your 10 favorite albums. Comment. I'm going to post the link to this podcast on the Facebook Go to my Facebook and then comment your 10 favorite albums. I want to know. And leave me voicemails and comment on your favorite albums. You can leave the voicemails on anchor.fm. I don't know how, so if you figure it out, I'll love you forever, which I tell you all the time. <laughs> I love you forever. Uh, rate the podcast on iTunes. And this was a really long one. Uh, thanks for tuning in if you're still here, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.